Today, we've got somebody who is one of the most known influencers out there on how to do search find buy back in the day. So how did she pivot after the Amazon TOS change last year? And what insights does she have on brand building and also mental health? We're going to talk about that and a lot more. How cool is that? Pretty cool, I think. Are you looking for a service provider to help you with something e-commerce related that Helium 10 doesn't provide, like a, maybe a shipping company or a 3PL warehouse, video editor or more? Make sure to check our vetted list of service providers on our partner directory, h10.me forward slash partners. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Serious Sellers Podcast by Helium 10. I am your host, Bradley Sutton, and this is the show that's a completely BS-free, unscripted, and unrehearsed organic conversation about serious strategies for serious sellers of any level, the Amazon, Walmart world. We've got a, a serious person on here. She's not very serious. She's very fun. She's one of the most fun people I know. Isabella from Rank Bell. How's it going? Oh my God, I miss you, Bradley, and I miss the Helium 10 team. Yes, yes. You know, it's actually funny. We, we try to have um, people here on the podcast like every like year or so, like year and two or three months. But when when the AMPM podcast, you know, first started back again, you know, with Tim Jordan, I was like, oh, you know, I know I know Tim and um, and Bella are, are close here. And I was like, you know, do you want to have her on your podcast? You know, we don't want to have the same podcast, you know, back back and forth because the AMPM podcast and Serious Stars are, are we're the same, you know, team. So it's we don't use the same guest, and and people are like, what, what, why, why, why do I even have two podcasts here? So we're like, are you gonna are you gonna um, have her on yours? And then that was literally like nine months ago, I would say, or ten months ago. And I keep asking, like, when are you gonna have Isabella on there? And, and you know, Tim, Tim, you know, those of us who intimately know him knows sometimes he gets a little disorganized, you know, like myself. Uh -oh. And so it just uh -oh. came to the part where I'm like, you know what? Forget Tim. You had your chance. Uh, I'm taking Isabella for back for the Serious Sellers podcast. So, so here you are. So it's been a while. It's been a couple of years since I you've been on. I love you guys. I love both of you. And you know, I uh, I have a soft spot for Helium Ten. So anything you guys do, I'm always more than honored and blessed to to be present. Thank you very much. I appreciate that, and we feel the same about you. Now. We want to um, hop right into it. Again, we're not going to go too much into your backstory. You know, uh, she's been on the podcast before, guys, so make sure to look up her name on, on Helium 10. Here, here's a quick side note. I don't know if I ever told you this, but. Uh-oh. Your I'm name. always worried. I'm all, listen, Brandon. <laughs> I'm always worried that you're gonna bring something from the past. Don't that people worry. Are ready to hear. Okay, go. <laughs> what happens in Vegas, Prosper Show stays in Vegas. No. <laughs> if you, There was a time where you would actually Google your name your first and last name, and the number one, the page one position one in Google was your Helium 10 bio page for whatever reason. Like that was literally like, it's not Rank Bell. It wasn't like your Wikipedia or anything like that. Right. It was your Helium 10 bio page of, because you you do guest blogs for us sometimes. Yes. But anyways, guys, uh, if you if you Google her her name inside of Helium 10 or outside of Helium 10, you can you can end up there. Uh, find her first episode. Uh, you'll, you'll find a lot of interesting things about her backstory. We had an Elevate series uh, where we, we have a, like a, like HBO level documentary where you can find out about her. So we're not going to go too much into her backstory again, but you know, the, the trending thing that a, a lot of people have been wondering about for the last, you know, three, four months, ever since terms of service changed, as you guys may or may not know, you know, rank bell uh, was, was a company dedicated to, you know, helping sellers get to page one and, and using different strategies, you know, like search, find buy and, and things like that, that everybody, including myself used for years. And then overnight, one night it, it became, 
you know what? Hey, Amazon said that this is no longer good. Now it was always funny because even before then, people would always say, oh no, no, this has always been against Amazon terms of service, which it never was. There was nothing in there. And if it was, why would they have to make a big deal about changing it outside of the terms of service? So guys, it wasn't, it was totally fine to use rank. But I, <laughs> we use that for the uh, project X items, you know, years ago um, and everything. But now obviously overnight things change. So let, let take me back to three months uh, ago. First of all, Isabella, yeah. as you saw that, that terms of service actual change, you know, there's rumors going around it. What yeah. were you feeling? Like, like, were you like, OMG, it's finally happening or like, oh crap, oh. I'm screwed or what, what was going through <laughs> your mind? Well, so I'm, I'm glad you said that. You said something very crucial. You said it finally happened. So this is something that I actually expected to happen a long time ago. And it's, mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. always kind of the same when it comes to, you know, playing in a sense with the algorithm, which you know, I, you can, you can say, you can find that also sponsored ads does the same thing, right? You're trying to rank your product. You're going through the same means. So, um, I expected it. I guess I didn't expect it to be so sudden and to affect so many people, but luckily, um, for me, I'm always, I, at least I try to stay a step ahead of the current trends and what is mm -hmm. happening, which is why I built Rank Bell before anybody even knew what Search Find Buy was. So I've always kind of stayed ahead in the sense of what can possibly happen when is it going to happen, which is, you know, it's hard to actually figure it out, but what happens after? So I've been working on this um, project even a few months before the terms of service changed and it just came at the right time. And, you know, sometimes things happen for a reason and sometimes things happen that actually push you to move things faster in your business. And, you know, when it comes to Amazon, you're always kind of on the edge. You never really know what's going to happen next. So, um, you know, I've always said from the beginning, when you create a brand that's worthwhile, you always want to make sure that you you do follow terms of service, which is why, you know, Rank Bell stopped uh, doing the search file by as soon as I heard it immediately same day I took the website down I didn't want people to be confused and I don't you know I I think I have enough following now and enough respect from the community to for them to sure. wait for an answer from me and let them know that you know this is no longer allowed and you know we do play in Amazon's um terms and mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. we just have to follow and make sure you you know we follow the rules and that's what I did and then we can go into, you know, what I'm doing next. But uh, yeah. yeah, it was it was a shock, I guess, because you never want anything good to end. Right. But yeah. um, it wasn't unexpected either. Yeah. Yeah. And that's something I've always you know talked about, you know, even before this happened, I, I always always say to people like, yeah, absolutely. Have your strategies. You know, if, if you find find something that works, you know, that that's within terms of service, you know, use it. And and but don't put all your eggs in, in one basket where that you're unable to pivot if something changes, because that's one thing that's consistent. The only thing consistent on Amazon is change. You know, some people say. And, and so, you know, there, there's things that change every week and most of them are minor, you know, don't really affect you. But then, you know, there are major ones that happen like that, you know, every now and then, like the biggest one probably before then was when incentivized reviews, you know, became um, against terms of service. There are some people who built their whole strategy on like, all right, in the beginning, I'm going to send out 200 free items to people and within Amazon terms of service, I'm going to ask them for a review and they, Amazon even had a provision for that. They, they would even show something. Hey, this yeah. this um, review uh, was in exchange for a free product. It was totally fine. Then one Those night- Those were the good days, Bradley. Yeah. Those were the good days. <laughs> and then one night it became the bad days because then you couldn't do it. But for people yeah. who like- weren't able to pivot, you know, they were screwed. They're like, my whole business model is based off of doing this. So guys don't, 
you know, use strategies, but but don't make don't set yourself up for failure by 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 going so in on a strategy that you have no way to pivot. Always be ready to pivot, and um, you know that's what I did on when search find buy, you know, and, and you know two step URLs became kind of uh, forbidden. You know, I immediately went like within a day, like I, I was doing a case study on on a PPC strategy or something else. So nowadays, you know. You, the dust is kind of settled. You know, I, I know things are still in flux. I'm sure you're working on new strategies. I'm working on new strategies to get to page one. But what has been working for for your customers uh, or the people that you talk to, or what kind of things are you doing that now are are able to be within uh, Amazon Terms of Service, but that can still give valuable insights to to Amazon sellers, not just you know helping them get to page one. Right, exactly. And and that's what's, you know, this is so good. It came at a perfect timing, this podcast, because we are still in that transition. And I know people are looking for answers. And, um, you know, I know people expect, you know, to have on podcast all these guests that hopefully they're going to give them some some hacks and, and tricks. And, you know, it's it's no longer time for for these kind of techniques because we are trying here to build actual brands. And so we are really just going back to the beginning and what makes a perfect brand. And, um, you know, unfortunately the way that Amazon works, it's always kind of separating the shoppers from the Amazon sellers, but yet we have to find a way to get this information and this valuable data from the shoppers because they are the ones that are allowing us to create that perfect brand. So, um, I, in my opinion, I don't think there's anybody else out there doing what we're doing right now, which is customer data collection. We've seen it all the time with different, um, you know, uh, department stores and even some fast food places. And we're really going by the shopper, basically mystery shopper, but onto the e-commerce side. And as I said, you know, I've been, I started doing this, um, I would say probably four to six months and just kind of seeing what, what other people are doing out there, you know, what the Nordstrom's are doing, what the Chick-fil-A's are doing. And we've always noticed that the way they increase their brand recognition and they're increasing their profits and they're making these sales, it's always going back to their own customers customers that they created, you know, a list over time and actually extracting that data from them to be able to implement some of these changes. So the way we we transcribed this into Amazon, we went back to our community, which you absolutely know, because we've worked in the past together. Uh, we have thousands of thousands of these shoppers who are um, actual real buyers on Amazon. And I consider myself one. I mean, I don't even leave this house these days, but I buy everything on Amazon. So mm -hmm. people like myself and like yourself and those who are listening, those are the actual Amazon customer but they're also divided into different niches. You know, somebody that's buying baby bibs may not be buying like tennis rackets or whatever it is. So we wanted to um, kind of see what are all these people talking about? What do they actually want? And what I found surprisingly, Bradley, the probably the best thing was that how grateful these people were that they actually got to participate in the creation of a brand. So um, we've done this uh, beta testing with uh, a few of our, of our big clients because we wanted to see how 
somebody that has reached that level of, you know, let's say seven figures, I'm not going into the higher numbers, but let's say seven figures, and they're already doing pretty good for themselves. What is it that they're missing that they might not even see? And again, you know, we have preconceived notions of what the customer expects, and they're still very good, you know, uh, having a great listing, which you're amazing at, you launch your own products uh, since uh, Helium 10, and you notice how important that is, and, you know, making sure the quality of the pictures is great. But yet there is one small part that we don't get to find out, which is the true intentions and the true meaning behind what people say, even when they give you a review. So we wanted to go deeper into this data analysis of how the consumer thinks, because what we're trying to do, Bradley, is, okay, yes, you can get on page one, um, you know, with uh, different techniques that we used in the past and through the means of PPC, but we are not trying to just get that one sale. Mm-hmm. We want to get that customer to come back again, again, and again, because this is what creates an absolute magnificent brand. And in the past, I, I feel like a lot of sellers have focused more on how can I get more sales all the time, but not, not really zoning in into how do I get the one customer to love the product so much that they keep coming back over and over and over again. And not only that, we took it a step further where now we're asking the customers who are loving this product so much to help us create the next product. And what happens is one, When you give somebody that power to be able to help you create their brand, now they're invested emotionally. Now they want to be part of your journey. So it's no longer about how do I just get one customer to buy from me one time so I can make the quota that I have for this month. But how do I get the same customer over and over again? How do I get those raving fans? And this is what data is able to to bring together. Something yeah. that's never been done before. Again, because the way that Amazon is set up and, you know, how rare it is to find out the information of your customer. And not only that, but even deeper into how do they think and what do they actually want to see? Yeah, I mean, in the old days, when they're, you know, uh, when, when you try and do search, find, buy or giveaways, what would happen a lot of times is the kind of customer that you're getting, they're just like interested in free things and and they're not going to give you a reflection of, you know, they're not necessarily your typical, you know, customer. You're not going to get any information out of them. And they're the kind of people who who all they do is just search around for, um, you know, for, for deals and things like that. But when, when you actually people, you know, sell, Amazon sellers might be surprised. There's a lot of people out there who who, who would take pride in, in like saying, hey, I'm playing a part in, in this brand, you know, like. How many of us like, you know, we, we get like surveys and things like um, I listen to a lot of or I watch a lot of Korean dramas. And so I'm a very busy guy. I'm a very, 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 always, everybody knows I'm very busy, but on, I, I subscribe to this channel. It's called Viki, V-I-K-I. It's like a channel that has all Korean dramas on it um, for streaming. And then I guess I'm watching so much that they, <laughs> they, 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 they sent me an email. And they're like, Hey, we would love to, to, to interview you, to get some insights on, on our, our product or, or whatever. Right. That's actually very cool. Bradley. Are yeah. you speaking Korean now? No. Uh, tell me, tell me <laughs> Anil, 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 no, no, never mind. Um, <laughs> let's see. Um, what was I say? Oh yeah. Yeah. So I was like, you know, I work so much and, 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 you know, I need to spend time with my kids and stuff, but they're like, Hey, we'd like to interview you for an hour. And I was like, I, I said, yes, because yeah. I was like, wow, like this, this, this company I like wants to get my insights and maybe something right. I say, will, you know, change the way they do things, you know, who knows? So I like did it and I did the interview and everything. And there's people out there who are the same way. Like if they a lot like of a brand, right? 
a and, lot, a lot yeah. of them. Imagine how excited you felt when that company reached out to you. Like, wow, I am being recognized, even though mm-hmm. you're Bradley, the master, <laughs> and it's very hard to reach you. But still, you know, when somebody reaches out to you and it makes you feel like, oh, my God, like my voice is actually being heard. Yep. And, you know, for you to give somebody, um, you know, just your thoughts and what you think. And it, it's just it's a beautiful thing because now you bring both parties together and together you can create something spectacular. And I, I stress this ever since the beginning of even starting Ryan Bell. I've always tell, told people, this is how you do it, just go do it. So you don't ever have to use a service like mine. And that still applies today. Now, of course, because again, we don't have access to our customers. There are, mm-hmm. there are so many different ways for you to be able to build your community. And, you know, luckily with social media today, we have so many avenues where we can go and ask for feedback from these people. But I noticed, Bradley, a lot of people are afraid of the truth because one, they're like, well, I spend like $2,000 on these pictures. I don't want to change them based on what some random person said. But what I've noticed just doing these surveys uh, for the past few months, there are some things that, you know, completely could be ignored, like, oh, the picture needs a little bit more lighting or whatever. But when they go into the detail and you see a trend there and you see 10, 20, 50, 100 people kind of hinting at the same exact things, guess what? This is sign that something needs to be changed. And it's always heartbreaking because they come to me and they're like, wow, I use this company. They charge me this many thousands for the video. But all these people are saying that they want to change. What should I do? And that's always a hard decision. So my advice to that is look at what are people saying all the time. Make a list of, let's say, the five, 10 things that are super important that you see tagged every single time and kind of work backwards. Like, what is it that I can afford to change right now? Maybe it's just a small thing. Maybe it's just a word in the listing. Whatever it is, it may not cost you a fortune. And then, of course, as you improve your listing and you improve your product, then you can obviously spend more money, invest a little bit more because your goal should always be, how can I create that perfect product? And not only for your customers, but where am I taking my brand? Am I trying to sell it to an aggregator? Am I trying to, um, you know, go to D to C now, whatever the case may be, you should really sit down. It's, It's still beginning of the year. There's still time to really zone into what is your focus? What is your intention with this brand? And what is it that you're trying to do? If you're just looking to make a quick buck and you know you just want to pour in a ton of money into PPC you know you may have found a campaign that really works for you go for it but what is the end goal here what is the end goal and that should always be the number one priority for every single seller that's starting or that's been selling for years yeah and you know we've all I've always been big on on this thing but you know some people ask me hey what's the biggest mistake that Amazon sellers make and I always say it's just trying to trust your own instincts or trying to trust your own knowledge of the product and just making that assumption that everybody all your customers think the same way as you do you know the most obvious case of that is keywords like hey don't just think of what you would search for that product you got to use a tool like you know Helium 10 and Cerebro to find out what other people are are using to search for for a certain thing because I guarantee 9 times out of 10 the the keyword that you you would think is not what your your target customer does. And then that's why we have also tools like, um, you know, Helium 10 audience powered by PicFu is, is don't assume that you know what's the best image. You know, don't assume this, don't assume that this is the best price point. Don't assume this is the best brand name. You know, test these things out with the customers. And there are some things that you might be completely sure of and you're completely wrong uh, because you're different. Like I, I'll uh, share what I, what happened to me last week. Um, 
last week, a tool came out in Amazon. It's it's only in beta, so I'm not even sure if anybody has access to it or many people have access, but I forgot what it's called. It's a new feature of brand analytics where it actually shows you how many add to carts you get compared to sales. Now, that was a, a method of ranking back in the day too, where, where people, you know, do these, uh, you know, like fake add to carts and, and everything, because actually the Amazon algorithm, you know, responded well to, to add to carts. And to me, that always boggled my mind. I'm like, why would the Amazon algorithm care about adding to cart should be only on sales because me personally, you know, I buy maybe 100 things a month on Amazon. Let's just say, let's just say if I add to cart 100 items throughout a month, 97 of them, I'm going to purchase. Like I never put things in my cart that I'm not going to, I'm like, I add to my cart and I check out and I buy it. That's, that's me. I'm like, so I was, I was like, what, what in the world? Why would Amazon care about add to carts? It's so dumb to me. Now this tool came out and all of the products that I sell, it is crazy. It's five to 10 to one. People are adding to the cart for every actual sale. And that just blew my mind. So I posted in the Helium 10 Slack. I'm like, guys, this gotta be wrong, right? Like nobody adds stuff to their cart without buying it, right? And then people, <laughs> and everybody was starting to like, what are you talking about? Like, like I, I add a million stuff to my cart and I let it sit there and then I decide what product I'm gonna get. Or my wife adds things to cart and then I just check it out later. I'm like, what? Like, I had no idea. So here all along, I was like positive. Nobody adds things to cart without buying. And then I find out that I was completely wrong. So guys, don't don't just assume that you know, you know so what's going interesting on. Interesting you said that, Bradley, because if I didn't hear about this, I would I would be more like you. Because if yeah. I want something on Amazon, I'll, you know, same thing. I'll just go and start search for the keyword that I'm looking mm -hmm. for. Like I just bought this like beach um. I don't know, like a little kimono. It's so cute. I never buy clothes from Amazon, by the way, but I did. I'm like, holy cow, Amazon is coming up. But of course, it's been up for so long. But <laughs> I, I look for it and I'm like, I don't think I would ever put things in a card and actually let it sit. Yeah. But you know what? I do think, I mean, now that I'm thinking about it, maybe if the price was a little higher, maybe over $100, mm -hmm. maybe that will let me simmer and think. But really for things that are like, I don't know, $10, $20, $30, it's an immediate buy because one, you know you can return it at any time. Amazon has made it so easy for that. But you're right. Like I actually, I would have never thought of it. People always keep saying, oh, oh, is it too late to sell on Amazon? And the answer is, of course, no, because new, new niches come up. Now, is it more competitive to sell on Amazon nowadays? Absolutely. Like, you know, you used to be able to sell on Amazon, you know, five years ago, and didn't matter that there was no such thing as Helium 10 back then. You didn't need to do that. You just throw stuff up. But then, you know, a few years ago, we got to the point where if you're not using a tool like Helium 10, it'd be very tough to have success. But now it's going to the next level. Sure, you could be using Helium 10, but, you know, um, you know, we now have, what, seven, uh, 700,000 active users in the Chrome, you know, for like our Chrome extension. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so like everybody's kind of on, not everybody, there's still a lot of people who don't have Helium 10, but, you know, a lot of people are, are looking at the same data. So what now can you do to differentiate yourself? And, and these things are important. Now, you know, me for the old rank bell, like I knew exactly, you know, I used yeah. it. I knew exactly what did it. You know, I, like I, we, we have a product. I had a keyword I want to rank for. I was like, Hey, I need this many people to, to search, find and buy this product in, in X number of days. And, and then it was like clockwork. I'll get yeah. to page one. No problem. I, I don't know what the new rank bell is doing. So you, you've, you've uh, alluded to, to some of that, but can you walk me through the process? So like, let's say, um, for project X, I'm going to launch a new, uh, I don't know, uh, a coffin coffin picture frame or something. Let's just I say that's that. my new product for Project X, and I go to you. What are you What are you going to do for me? Like, what do you suggest I do? And then, 
what information am I going to get and what benefits do I have from, or what's the outcome going to be after, um, you know, we're, we're, we're done doing what we're doing. I love this question because actually this is one part of our service. So we, mm-hmm. we have a few parts and again, we haven't launched it yet. We're still, um, you know, we're still in beta. Uh, but you know, for those of you listening, feel free to inquire. Uh, we should be, we should be done soon, but, um, this actual, this specific part of the service is very important because we had, um, actually even some aggregators, uh, tested in the past and they love it because now, you know, you have your, your coffin product and now you want to launch a new product, we definitely always advise and recommend um, our clients to use Helium 10 to find out what those keywords are and try to find who is your competition. Again, going back to basics, guys, nothing I'm going to say now is going to be crazy, okay? But I just want you to remember simplicity, simplicity, simplicity. It's the best course of action. You're going to use Helium 10. You're going to see who your competitors are and have, let's say, a 100 customers, there's hundreds of shoppers, order five of your com- competitor's product. Just like we used to do before, Bradley, where you wanted to launch a product and you would order it yourself, have it home, open each package, see what you like, what you don't like, and then kind of create your own idea of what you like to improve. But what if now you have a hundred people that are actually interested in your future product that you haven't even listed yet and have them tell you how they wanted to see it? Imagine the power of that. Imagine creating a product right from the gate the way your shoppers want to buy it. No more guessing, no more like, oh, well, I think in my opinion, this should be this way or this way, this way. Now you have the ability to open it up to a market of people that are actually interested in buying your future product and let them create the product for you. And again, you're going to be surprised because you're going to say, wow, you're going to even doubt yourself at times because all these people are saying one thing, but you are, you already had made up your mind what your product is going to look like. And it's, you know, it takes a, it takes a lot of courage to actually change it and create the product that your shoppers want. So for starters, you would come to us, we would have you, um, you know, let us know what, what the niche is, who your competitors are. If you don't know who they are, we can help. We use Helium 10 for everything that we do, literally for everything that we do for keyword research, for product research. So we will use the same tools. You can use it yourself. If you're a Helium 10 member, if you're not, feel free to join. Um, but if not, we can, we can help you with that. We'll do some of the legwork for you. And then we'll be able to tell you, these are the best competitors that you should look at and let the buyers decide what the product should look like. And as I said, you know, we had some aggregators use it for some of their brands and um, again, still in beta and they absolutely love it because now you don't have to think, I mean, obviously it's still good to do your own homework and mm-hmm. order the products at home. And uh, we actually been able to do that also um, directly from, from China, from the factory we had, uh, Again, we're just testing different things right now. Uh, we had, you know, a seller pick uh, uh, two or three suppliers from China. And what we had, we had them order send the products directly to the consumer's home and see which, you know, which terms, which action will be better. We're still trying to figure out. But I think, you know, just looking up the keywords, finding out who your com- competitors are, order some of those, those products, and then let the shoppers tell you what they like and they don't like about the products. In another case that we did, we took the same the same exact um, situation, but now we added your specific product 
in in this rotation without telling the buyers which one is which and had them compare them side by side. And again, the changes that they were able to make within a few days were were pretty were pretty staggering. I mean, I don't want you guys to think like, oh my God, a hundred percent, you know, sales the next day. No, but mm-hmm. imagine if you do even five percent, even ten percent of change every single month, you will be able to create that that perfect product. Okay, cool. Now let's switch gears a little bit. You know, uh, as entrepreneurs, you know, regardless if we're, if we're a service provider, you know, if we're an Amazon seller, whatever kind of entrepreneur we are, there's always the the question of you know like work life balance and and mental health and, and and things like that, not getting burned out. And, and then, you know, I follow you, I stalk you on Instagram sometimes. I noticed like you just did like a retreat recently and different things. So, what have you found? You know, in the last few years, uh, what has helped you? You know, keep your family life balance keep your mental health good, you know, like, I don't know anything about that retreat. Like is reach our retreat. Do we, do you suggest doing retreats? Well, what, what has worked for you and what have you seen with your network? Like is working for people who are entrepreneurs to keep them from getting uh, burned out? Oh, Bradley, I, I love you. And I love that you asked this question. And unfortunately I don't ask, I don't get asked this question um, that often. You would be surprised. And I I understand, you know, people want to get to the nitty and gritty. You know, they want to see what works, what doesn't work. But then what I found that's most important, more than anything in this world, it is your mental health. And how do we make sure that we have that imbalance? Um, it, it differs from person to person. You know, for me, this retreat, it was uh, it was very deep. It was a meditation retreat. Um, it was Joe Dispenza, for those who know who that is. He's, he's like the the doctor of like neuroscience now and like everything meditation and how, you know, the, the brain rewires through different situations. And I got to sit down and actually meditate for eight hours a day, which is insane because I've, the most I've ever done was like five minutes. And, you know, I don't want you guys to freak out. I mean, you kind of, you get used to it as the days progress. You don't go in the first day and you're like, okay, sit here for eight hours. It doesn't work like that. But what I what I found out, Bradley, is that, you know, having that internal peace, it's so crucial. And a lot of people just put that aside. They're like, well, mm-hmm. I, I'll get to that when I can. I'll get to, you know, I'll, I'll work out next weekend. I'll, I'll meditate. But it's so important to just sit with yourself and your thoughts because, you know, the way I heard it best, Bradley, is like when you pray, you're asking you're, you're praying to somebody outside yourself. But when you meditate, it's like you are talking to your own self. And now you are in your heart and in your soul. And when you sit and listen, magical things happen. And you know, it's cool making money. And everybody knows it's like one of my favorite things. But I think I'm, I'm, a lot more these days, a lot more into my soul and into my body and into my mind more than anything. Because I realize that when you really go deep inside yourself, everything starts working out. You know, because you asked me, did I freak out when Search Find Buy was taken down? You know, most people would have freaked out. But, you know, I was like, you know what? Thank you, God. Thank you, universe, for for bringing me back into the moment and letting me know that it's time for a change. What what is there that I can do to better improve my client's life? What is there that I can do to improve my own life? Has this been stressing me out? So there's two things that can happen when we're faced with a, you know, terrible situation, right? You can you can be the victim and you can say, this is always happening to me. This is terrible. I never have luck. I have to close my store. I have, or say, okay, 
I am actually excited that this is happening because I look forward to what happens next. And it takes a lot. It takes a lot to, to switch that mindset. And really, it's, it, that's all it takes. It's like, because the facts remain unchanged. In this case, search fine buy is still unavailable, right? How I react to that situation is going to make or break my future. I can go to and cry and say, oh my God, my whole life is over or whatever the case may be. Or let me see what is there that I, you know, maybe I have been overlooking. Is there anything that I can improve? And that is how everyone should make decisions every single day of their life. Not only in Amazon. Something bad happens at work, you know, something bad happens in your family, you know, somebody's sick. How can I, how can I leave the facts unchanged, but yet how am I going to respond to the situation? And that is, that is how I stay sane, Bradley. That's literally how I stay sane because I know it doesn't matter. Rang bell can go away tomorrow. I can lose everything I have. And I know inside of my heart, I will be at peace because all we have to do is really put ourselves in what's the worst thing that can happen? What's the worst thing that can happen? Am I going to, you know, lose my Amazon stores? Am I going to get fired? Am I going to lose my wife? Am I going put yourself through those worst scenario situation, create a list of all the action items that you could be doing if that happens. And what happens is, all, all of a sudden, you're going to be at peace. And most people don't want to walk through that exercise because it's painful. Yeah. Nobody wants to think yeah. about like, oh my God, I just lost my eight-figure Amazon store. But if you are prepared, then you're kind of giving your mind a break and say, okay, I do have a list of all the things I could be doing if I were to lose my store. Maybe I, I don't know, get hired for a PPC agency. I don't know. You can you can come up with all the best scenarios for yourself. But yeah. Um, it comes down to give yourself time to sit in silence with yourself every single day. And ever since this retreat, you know, I've been I've been meditating anywhere between an hour and two hours every day. And wow. I am I am a busy person, you know. I not only Rangbell, but uh, I mean, I wasn't going to mention this, but it's, you know, you're one of my favorite people. But Rangbell is um, actually working on a brand new company. And uh, so between the two and having a kid and, you know, having conferences and all this, um, I still have time for myself, Bradley, because if Mm -hmm. I don't take care of myself and my mental health, how can I ever serve you? How can I ever serve Helium 10 members? How can I serve my community? How can I be a good friend? How can I be a good mother? How can I be a good daughter? How can I be any of these things if inside of myself it's turmoil and, and chaos? I cannot. Mm-hmm. And you can Absolutely. only put on a face for so long before it takes you down and before you go into depression. So thank yeah. you for asking that question. I know it's a All long right. answer. Yeah, it's important. It's important for people to know this stuff. You know, sometimes we just get caught up on one side of being an entrepreneur and then we forget the other side. And, and what's going to happen is if you don't take care of that other side, guys, guess what? Your, your business is going to start, you know, suffering from it as well. So you got, you got to kind of have that right balance. All right. Well, as you know, you know, we, we do things at the end where it's uh, the, t- the TST 30 second tip. So instead of just one, maybe we can do two different ones. Like maybe you can mix it like maybe an Amazon strategy that you know of that people can implement or uh, who knows, maybe it's a mental health uh, exercise that, that, that you like. L- let's do two different uh, tss for us uh, today. Thank you. Yeah, of course. Yeah, let, let's do one Amazon. And again, you know, I'm going back to simplicity. You're just launching a product or you already have a product that's been selling for a while. Don't feel like you're too good 
to reach out to people. Because that's another thing, um, Bradley, it's like our ego is now letting us do things. And guess how do I know this? From personal experience. Sometimes I do think I'm too good to, you know, create my own banner. Sometimes I do think I'm too, you know, too busy to do this. But you know what? Look at what did you do when you first started? When did you start your business? How, how, tough you were and how you were ready to like smash it. You were, you were ready to put in 10, 20 hours a day. If you wanted to go back to that and kind of bring that feeling again and and say, what is it that I could do right now to create this community? And the other one, you know, the other tip, um, again, is just really take care of your health. I mean, it's, Health is so important. I mean, I don't have to stress this enough, guys, because, you know, being in the pandemic and, you know, check in with yourself. And when I say check in with yourself, literally take a moment, whether it's before you walk into work or uh, you're, you know, you're getting ready to start driving somewhere. Take a minute, close your eyes and just kind of like go through your body parts. Like, how's my head? Do I have any headache? How's my throat? How's my chest? How's my stomach? You know, how are my legs? Is there any tension anywhere in the body? And I never used to do this before, Bradley. Like mm-hmm. the simple, like how? Like how did I go through <laughs> life all these years and never even think about checking with myself? Like I'm because we're never really present. It's like okay, I'm going into the next meeting. Now you're thinking of the next meeting. You're thinking of the next email. You're thinking of what the kids are going to eat for dinner. But what do I? What do I, Bradley? What do I, Isabella, feel in this very moment? And the more you practice this, and I swear to you guys, the more you practice this is going to take to become a little bit more comfortable for you. And then you can take this and apply it into businesses. Like, how do I feel about this deal right now? But you're not going to be able to tap into that unless you come into yourself and start getting to know your mind and your body. And, you know, again, it's, I feel like I'm a little late into this. This, but is it really late? I feel like any time in your life, if, if you're listening to this, like take a moment and really tune in with your body and ask yourself, how am I feeling today? Am I feeling sick? How How is my mental health doing? Am I feeling sad? Am I feeling depressed? And why? And try to dig down into your soul and really ask yourself these hard questions. I'm depressed. Why am I depressed? Well, you know, I just got fired. Why did I get fired? Like, try to find mm-hmm. the find out dig so deep that you're like, holy cow, I just realized what's been bothering me. Because sometimes we just put things in the background and then they start like going in the subconscious and you don't even know why you're 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 mad all day. You don't know because you never take the time. So I, you know, those are my tips for today. And uh, I can talk about this for, for forever because there's nothing more important than your mind. You can create businesses and you can lose them. But if your mind is right, I swear to you, you can do whatever you want. Uh, thank you so much for that. Now, you know, thinking back how we met, we met um, networking at, at a conference, like at like after parties at a conference. So, guys, one of the bigger uh, Amazon conferences, um, the, the biggest one is actually in September, guys. So we got some amazing announcements coming up with that called uh, Sell and Scale Summit. Some crazy stuff. But we got one in a couple of weeks. It's not um, not not by Helium 10, but but we're, we're definitely have a booth there. And we'll all, you know, a lot of Helium 10 employees will be there. Isabella, I'm sure, will be there. A prosper show. So look that up, guys. It's March, um, you know, I want to say 14. Uh, around there, but on March um, March 14th in the night, we actually have our Helium 10 social party, and it's going to be really, really great. So guys, if you want to get tickets there, you can meet Isabella in person, meet me in person, meet other Helium 10 employees there and, and other influencers. 
Uh, get your tickets before they sell out, h10.me forward slash Prosper 2022. Even if you're not going to the Prosper show, if you can get to Vegas, I mean, who needs a reason, another reason to go to Vegas? Anybody should go to Vegas and have fun. <laughs> Come to that party, do some networking. I mean, like literally, you know, that's the reason why we're talking now. We've been, we've, we've, we, we met at a conference and we, we've stayed in touch ever since then. So come there. If, if there's any 90 kids out there, like, like me, you know, we've got Mark McGrath from Sugar Ray, who's going to be performing live. So, uh, you know, we're aging ourselves with that, but, uh, if you know who he is good for you, but, uh, you want to get some nineties vibes, uh, he'll be there. So make sure to come there now. How uh, other than meeting you in person, how can people find you uh, on the interwebs uh, these days out there? Oh, you're so sweet, Bradley. Yes, I, I think. Let me just say that again, guys. Networking is the mother load of of everything you can achieve in this lifetime. And like Bradley said, come say hello to me. Um, I don't think I look that scary. Uh, and Bradley definitely doesn't look scary. He's the most fun person to be around. So please come say hello to us. Um come to the helium 10 party feel free to come say hello to us um you can find me on facebook at isabella hamilton i z a b e l a so z and one l guys um i'm on instagram if you want to follow my crazy conspiracy theories and mindset um you know days that i have but before anything, I just want to tell you guys, I love you so much. I love that you're supporting Helium 10. I love that you're supporting me. I just love people. I don't know if that's, if I said that enough, but I truly do from all my heart. And, um, I think it's all about love in this lifetime. I want everybody to spread this. So come to Helium 10 party and let's hang out. Love it. love it. And then uh, as of actually, you know, a few days ago, you can also also find her contact info in directory.helium10.com, our, our partner directory. You can find Rank Bell in there as well. So Isabella, I'll be seeing you. It's been a while since I've seen you in person. So we'll be seeing you in a, in a couple of weeks and hopefully the rest of you guys out there. And and uh, let's see if uh, Tim Jordan will finally bring you on the AMPM podcast next year. If not, then you're coming back here. <laughs> All right? I would love that. And save me a bachata dance. I told you I've been taking bachata lessons. Love you I guys. Love Thank you. I love Helium.